Welcome back to the basement yard in today's what? Oh well, God, I'm all fucked up. I forget it. <laughs> Still drunk from yesterday, Super Bowl Sunday. It's February sixth, I think. Yeah, mm. it is. February sixth. I'm with two of my friends uh, who are on Veterans Minimum with me. We got Nick. Yep. And we have Tim. What's up? Uh, as I mentioned before, yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday, so I guess I can speak for everyone in this room that we're all kind of zombies today. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty rough day to get through, and that's for sure. <laughs> Tim was laying on the couch before, and he's like, I think we should start getting signatures for a petition. And I was like, here we go. All this political shit he's about to say. He's like, that the day after the Super Bowl, everyone should have off. Everyone. Everyone. National Hangover Day. 100. I th- we celebrate other shit. Like, we celebrate, you know, we get days off for other shit that I don't really know what's going on. 70% of America had the Super Bowl on their televisions. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? And the other thirty percent was just not at home and at a bar, like me. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. I think everyone watches that game, or like a foreign person that just got here. Yeah, that's like working. That's not really into football. Yeah, that's like working or yeah. something. They're watching like some form of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah, you're an asshole if you didn't have that game on yesterday. No, a hundred percent. And then we had the first of all, the game was out of control. Patriots won. Un- unbelievable they were down 20 what did they have 28 unanswered points everyone's using the term unbelievable it is unbelievable i don't know if it's that unbelievable i've been watching this a I lot mean, yeah i guess so. i'm a jets fan i mean this is um it is unbelievable to do it at the super bowl when you're down <laughs> crazy fucking 25 points crazy yeah Yo, the swings of emotions in that game oh my gosh wow yeah i felt so bad for our buddy allen um he's a big falcons guy he, yo he was there <laughs> i felt so bad if Unless you're like a Bucks, Saints, or Panther fan, you shouldn't make fun of any of your buddies that are Falcon fans. Like that was devastating. Yeah, dude, if that happened to the Giants, no, I I would like I told my dad I was like there was no way I was coming into work like maybe the whole week, <laughs> like at all. Yo, I wouldn't. I w- I don't know what what I would do. I really don't know. I already told him I was like I would be out of this. I would be kicked out already. Before they tied the game up, I would have been kicked out. I would have fucking started pushing tables over and shit. Unreal. Imagine I didn't even think about it from a fan's perspective. No, Imagine dude, think about that. that, dude. Two years ago, week one, week one, we played the Cowboys and like threw the game away and we lost by a, one point, I believe. And I was I flipped out for an hour. <laughs> I was just sitting at my table with my head down, and then like my friends would come over and like <laughs> I could tell they weren't like standing near me. They just like kind of reach and pat me on the back like, "Yo, I'm leaving later." Like, I wouldn't say anything. I'm like, just get the fuck out. I was slamming walls in my house. It was week one. Imagine there was a fucking Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Or like what happened with Philly and the Giants. Yeah. Oh, my God. When they blew a <laughs> fucking 20-point lead. Nick's face is always the same when that game is brought up. It's like, uh, it's the worst time of my life. <laughs> Yo, speaking of faces, remember when us two just glimpsed over at Allen? When it was going to overtime, uh, yo, he looked like you ever seen that meme of that dude wearing the Stone Cold shirt when Undertaker lost at WrestleMania? He was like, his eyes are like, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like glasses. Yo, Allen looked like that, like just yeah. shot. And me, me and Joey just looked at each other and we're like, yo, don't say nothing, <laughs> just <laughs> let him just sit there and. Yo, yo after yo, they lost, Allen. yo, after they lost, he just put his hat over his eyes and he's like, Whew. first of all, I would have just. I would have fought Davino. That I know. He's a, he's a Patriots fan. Would have hit him. I would have fought him. 100%. Yo, can we talk about what he was doing when that they were down? That dumb fuck. I hate when sports fans do that. Oh. It was like the second quarter. And he's going, yo, good game, Alan. You guys won. Whatever. Yeah, the Patriots say, man, they suck. Or whatever. I'm like, you're, what he does is he's hedging his bet. 
That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So that if they do lose, he's like, yo, I knew they were going to lose anyway. Yeah. I was I was in my fantasy championship, and my brothers texted me at 1.30. Yo, yo, you had a good season, man. Sorry to, sorry, you couldn't win. At 1.30. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I won, though. Halftime show was very interesting. We had Lady Gaga, who jumped off the fucking roof. Yo, props. That was dope, yo. Yo, how... That's terrifying. I That's fucking that. high. How high is that? High. She jumped a little weird. She looked like a fucking. She put like monster claws out. And <laughs> you ever see that viral, that viral video of the baby just jumping off the bed into unknown territory? No, maybe. You, probably. You gotta yeah, check I that know. out. It looks just like Lady Gaga doing she her jump. She jumped off like a flying squirrel and then was and then landed on like a stage and was singing and shit. Everyone was wearing silver outfits. <laughs> It's mad weird. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking of Owen Hart. Rest in peace. Yo, me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. The whole time. Really? Whole time. Yo, yeah. That's like That's a great. legendary, iconic moment in like even just sports entertainment, dude. This guy just comes down and the wire snapped. And yo, imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> imagine that happened to Lady Gaga. Bro, first of all, you fall from that height. Good night. Oh, yeah. It's you're just, time. you're a soup then. She hits the floor, water. <laughs> There's nothing else. It's just, you just turn into water, like a dust. It's disgusting. What did you think of that halftime show? I don't know. I, I honestly, I wasn't really paying it. This is the first year that I watched at like a bar. So like during the halftime show, it's kind of like, eh, whatever. I'm not a huge Lady Gaga person. She's extremely talented, but like I'm not, I'm not like a huge, I'm not huge into like pop. You know, like, I don't know. She's, I was about it. She was cool. It was good. I thought it was solid. I didn't think it was like bad by any means. I think it was better than Coldplay last year. I know your Coldplay is like number one fan. Yeah, I know. I mean, I love Coldplay, but like uh, their concert was fucking unbelievable. But like, I feel like it shouldn't be like I didn't like how they had the combination of things because I feel like you're forcing it then. Last year they had Beyonce, Coldplay, and Bruno Mars. It's like you have so many superstars and now they're forced to like, you know, do half your song, half my song. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like trying to do a fucking mashup like they're the radio. Remember when Hello came out with Adele? The mm. fucking radio somehow turned that into an ED- EDM fucking song? Yeah, that's everything now, though. It's so yeah. dumb. Every song is Mike EDM. Mike Posner's Took a Pill in Ibiza is a song. Do you ever hear the real song? It's acoustic, and it's so sad. It's about how to ruin your life. <laughs> really? And all of a sudden, it's... That song's a banger, though. Yo, I'm down, but, this, but you don't know what the song's about because all you hear is... Yeah. song's about how to ruin your life. I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't really need help much in that. Uh, figuring that out. Um, leading up to the Super Bowl, though, uh, t- two days ago, yeah, uh, two days ago, we sent our buddy MP out on the street street in um, Times Square in, in the city, and <laughs> he was interviewing people about the the Super Bowl. And mind you, this kid's never been in front of a camera. I think, like, unless it was like for a school project or anything. And I bought a wireless mic and I sent him and this kid who was interning for me out into the city. I'm like, yo, guys, just go do it. Like, talk to him how to use the equipment. All right, go. I really didn't have the highest of expectations. I kept telling him, like, yo, just try to be you. Don't, like, try to be professional or anything like that. Like, I want you to be you. Like, that's why I want you to do it. (laughs) Whatever. So I sent him out there. And I was like, don't worry. If it goes bad, it's not a big deal. No one's expecting it. I'll just trash it. No big deal. Dude, this fucking video (laughs) was so fucking good. I was blown away. I watched one clip beforehand. Like I was I was trying to make sure they they even got the mics work correctly. So I watched one clip and I watched it and I was I was dying, dude. And then I was editing the whole thing and and usually those videos are supposed to be 3 minutes long. 
But there was just so much good shit that I was like, fuck it. It was seven minutes long. I mean, we were just interviewing people. Seven minutes of goodness, though. Yeah. It was he amazing. Did a great job. Oh, no, dude. It was hilarious. Shout out to Impy. Kind of got upset when it when it ended. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like seven minutes, and you're like, yo, I want more. I want more. <laughs> I remember you were dying. Like He like interviews that. Like First of all, everyone in Times Square, I would say, I mean, pretty much everyone in the fucking video didn't know what the hell football was. They're like... I mean, yo, look, whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Times Square, it's the biggest attraction in the city. So everyone there is a foreigner. Yeah, that one dude, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a big sports guy. And then if you told him that they were having the Super Bowl in Germany or something, and he's like, oh, yeah, I think it's good for the brand. You got to expand. <laughs> it's in fucking Texas. He's like, yeah, big sports guy. Or he uh, was asking people about, you know, do you think that the weather is going to play a factor in the game? You yeah. know, snow's coming down. Yeah. The one girl's like, oh, we're from Boston. We're used to the snow. Meanwhile, it's in Houston. It's like 80 degrees in a dome. <laughs> in, in, in a dome, <laughs> yeah. So it could have been a blizzard. It wouldn't have fucking mattered. Um, but yeah, before we move on to our... If you guys want to go watch that, by the way, it's on YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum. Uh, the video is called Sco with the Super Bowl. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, before we move on here, let's, let's do some sponsorship. Wow sponsorships here first one we got my mom's favorite you know it blue apron Mm. boom which i think we just started getting again which is great uh blue apron you sign up it's a service where they send food to your front door not but they don't send they send pre-portioned food and directions on how to make these meals so not only do you get a nice meal but you also get the knowledge of how to make this meal you could take that with you for the rest of your life uh, they have uh, a bunch of shit, man. They have, you know, you sign up for whatever the hell you want. But seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Whatever the fuck that means. That's what's written down Goodness. here. Yeah, that just sounds really it's nice. Good. Yeah. yeah, they have good quality meat. That's it, basically all that sentence said. I just looked down and read that one. Um, but yeah, Jesus. Uh, each meal is under $10 per person. Which is nice, especially if you live in a place like this where $10 will get you a bottle of water. <laughs> uh, they have like pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach. They have good shit. It's not just like, oh, yeah, put a chicken cutlet with a piece of cheese on it. No, it's nice. So if you want to sign up, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash basement. That's blueapron.com slash basement. The next sponsor we have here is MeUndies. Which my entire drawer, I literally, four days ago, went to my underwear drawer and threw out everything that wasn't boxer briefs. Like, I had did it once before, but then somehow boxers magically appear after I do laundry. So, I just throw them all out. But, dude, if you're going to start over, start with me undies. Uh, this Valentine's Day, give a gift that they can unwrap again and again. Mm. Wow, <laughs> someone wrote that. What a dick joke here in this advertisement. <laughs> Matching underwear from me undies. Oh, I actually got a ton of these. I'm not even lying. I got a bunch. They have like flowers on them and then hearts and stuff. So this is a pretty cool gift. Very uh, nice stuff. This it, It's made out of shit that's twice as soft as cotton. Not going to try and pronounce it this week because I don't know how to do it. I fuck it up every week. Um, yeah. Softest underwear I've ever put on my fucking balls. I'll be honest here. I'm not lying. Uh, they offer you free shipping. And for a limited time, listeners... To this station, get 20% off their first order. So you have to go to MeUndies.com slash basement. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So don't wait any longer. Go to MeUndies.com slash basement right now for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash 
a basement. Real quick, Blue Apron, I'm down with them because 40% of food that is grown is just wasted, put into the trash. Is it? Yes. 40%? 40%. Isn't that incredible? Wow. There's tons of food in the United States going to waste. So they give you these pre-portioned meals. It's cool, man. No waste. Yeah. And you get to learn how to make them too. Dude, I can't even explain. Well, I think my mom likes Blue Apron more than me. Like she I would mean, rather have that than me as a son. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Don't you mean she likes Blue Apron more than you like? No, Blue no, no. Apron. She likes the fucking Blue Apron more than she likes me as a person. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we decided to jump on this topic here because this past week, uh, last Tuesday, I put out a video about a homeless dude who fucking spit on me, which was sick. Uh, <laughs> best day ever (laughs) um but then we were just having conversations about like taking the train and stuff because the new york city subway i think especially if you're not from here is a shocker to most people because you see a lot of stuff there. it's a lot to handle it's a lot that's why i always tell people i'm like oh you're new here take the subway you'll see what it's about like (laughs) the depths of hell you see you'll see (laughs) shit there that you've never seen before every day too every day you see something you'll remember It's, it's unbelievable it I used I miss it because I used to work in the city. I I miss taking the train because there was just so much material there. There's times where I've I've actually there was there was one time specifically where there was this one dude who looked like Jack Black but sounded like you know the guy. So you guys ever see Chuck and Larry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know at the wedding the homeless guy who it was like the. The whatever, I forgot what he says, but he's like, the FBI is in the cake. And he like jumps in the cake. <laughs> His voice, he sounded exactly like that, right? Like Shawn Michaels almost. You know how he has that like, yeah. weird voice? So that's what he sounded like. And he was sitting there and just like saying shit, whatever. And, and, and New, in New York, if someone's really loud, everyone else is the most quiet they've ever been their mm-hmm. entire life. And they don't look. They have their heads down. So this one guy's just going off, just screaming. I'm live tweeting all of this. And he... Uh, I forgot how it started, but he then out of nowhere, he just went, suck my nine-inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> and in my first thought, my mind was like, good for him. Nine inches. That's fucking huge, dude. Good for you. <laughs> I feel like he wasted that talent. Yeah. Like, you got nine inches. Go go hit the big screen. Nine-inch cock, dude. That's a dick. <laughs> That's Meaty. But yeah. he, he screamed that. And I'm now I'm just... Because it makes it funnier for me. Because everyone's so cool. Like, everyone's acting like, I didn't hear that. No. And they're nah, just like, everybody heard that shit. I know, but no one's smirking. And I, that makes me laugh even more. So I start laughing, but I'm covering my mouth because I'm like, I don't want this guy to see me. And then he's, he's looking directly across at some Asian lady, little tiny Asian lady who's just trying to mind her own business. He's staring into her soul. And that made <laughs> me die laughing even more. And he goes, and he just kept going, hey, hey, hey. And she wouldn't look up. And then I started laughing. And then he looks at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I, didn't, I saw him looking at me, but I didn't look at him. And then he goes, what are you laughing at, tit fucker? Oh, <laughs> tit fucker. Then I lost it. And I started dying. But it was like my stop, so I just got off. But, yo, I was fucking losing it. And I'm sure all of you guys have a story that you could tell about the fucking subway. I got a few stories about the subway. I'm yeah. a daily commuter to work. So oh, man. I have so a lucky. lot of subway stories. You're so lucky. The the one that stands out the most is I was at uh I was it was my first student teaching job. It was in the Bronx and I was going way deep into the Bronx. Like one seventy ninth was the stop or one seventy fourth, one of yeah. those two. Uh so deep into the Bronx and 
I was with this this woman, Caucasian, uh, <laughs> from Minnesota, right? So oh. she was not familiar with New yeah. York at all. Well, she was about to. Yeah. She probably had just saw her first black person. So I, <laughs> yeah, probably like just yeah. like or or like her third. Right. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so she's you know she's coming over. She's she reads about all the injustices out here, and she wants to do her part. And she's teaching in the Bronx, so it's it's good, good. But she had she doesn't see the underbelly yet of what could come yeah. when you're living in a place like the Bronx, and uh, there's poverty everywhere. So people are poor and desperate. Uh, so when you bring up the when you bring up something, which I bring up, it it, it triggers people. So. Uh, I was telling, I picked up something to eat. I think I got McDonald's back when I was still eating McDonald's. I got one of their snack wraps. Mm, right? Hated yourself that day. No, I, I thought I was eating healthy. Wow, you're what? the dumbest person I've I know, ever met. I know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so so I'm 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 whipping it out on the train. And I'm eating it. Hey, and, and she <laughs> and she goes, yeah, you were eating on the train. Like I would never even think about doing that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I commuted to school. I commuted to work. Like I just I've just been a commuter to the point where like the train is my lunchroom. Yeah. Right. And this homeless guy heard me say that. And when he heard me say that, he just screams. He goes, "The problem with you motherfuckers is that you idolize the food." <laughs> right. What? And, I, and I'm turning around and and I look at him and I'm like I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> right. And he goes <laughs> and he goes he goes yeah that's right I'm talking to you. You better throw that shit out right now. Throw it out, right? So I'm I'm also young at this point, and when I'm when you're young, like even a crazy homeless dude, when he challenges you, like older me is smart and be like, yeah, yeah, sure, you want the rest of the snack wrap, bro? Yeah. But me, I'm like, fuck you, guy. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then he 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 goes, I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna fucking stab you. Right, and then the 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 girl next to me is completely losing her shit. Yeah, I'm trying to calm her she's down. She's from Minnesota. Yeah, she yeah. Like you know, I'm trying to calm her down at the same time and be like, "Yo, listen, he's not gonna stab anyone. Don't worry. He odds are he doesn't have a knife. Right. It's okay. I hope. And if yeah, I hope. And if he tries, like, I was also young and dumb to the point where I'm like, yeah, a knife. So what? Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> so couple scars, no big deal. He so he you ends motherfuckers, up. Motherfuckers, I don't. I don't well, yo, screamed at the top of his lungs. Everyone on the train, What's eyes he, on us. How does that bother you? And it made me feel a little bad. I'm like, you know, I am eating this in a public place, and he doesn't have food, so that's that's foul. But you know, I'm a busy guy, and I gotta eat on the train. You gotta uh, do what you gotta do. Yeah, I gotta do what you gotta do. You know, it's not like I was eating gourmet food. I was eating a McDonald's snack wrap for two two fifty. <laughs> so, so uh, he ends up. He's got the next stop, and he's just mumbling the whole time. And the the worst part about it is, is that. The girl from Minnesota is also on that stop. And she, oh. like, at this point, it's like two stops. And when this happens on the train, it usually goes down for a while, like, yeah. the energy. And then when the energy comes back up, that's when you know it's real. Like, there's always a, a, a second wave yeah. that makes Yo, it I real. I feel you on that. Now that yeah. I think about incidents in the train, yeah. it's always like that. Because yeah. always, because people are, are, are wound up. They're close together. Yeah. So you might have a little disagreement, but usually they come to their senses. So this guy's mumbling on the train like I'm gonna stab this motherfucker. I'm gonna stab this. So this this girl is going crazy. So I got off the train with her, uh, and then he just ended up going on his merry crazy way. Yeah. And she went home, and I had to wait fucking like 15 minutes for the next train. <laughs> oh, she wanted you to get out. With yeah, her? I got out with her. I would have been like, yo, fuck you, stay here. You're getting stabbed, not me. 
Yo, shout out to her though. She's like, she's one of the good people in this world, man. That girl, she was so innocent. That's great. I've never been like, you know, a stab victim or anything on the subway. Or at least that's threatened. dope. Yeah, threatened to be stabbed. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fire. That's probably my most intense train story. I got like a couple like little ones. You have an intense one, Nick? Yo, the the one of uh, me, Danny, and Dom going to Far Rockaway, the beach. Oh, man. Yo, Those are the days. We're like 15, 16 years old. And, uh, you know, none of us drove at the time. So we took the train. And from Astoria to get to Far Rockaway, you got to take three different trains. And, um, you know, always transferring and shit. So you're not like people come on the train and they'll like they'll dance or they'll like play the trumpet or some shit and you know they'll have the cup out and you know you give them money like you see that pretty much on every long stop yeah so <laughs> these group of kids come in and they're all decked out head to toe and like all red right they come in with a big ass boom box and they start yelling like loud like nobody move nobody like it's part of their act now me dom and danny we're just chilling there you know we're like towards the back end, like where you can get out and go in between the trains. You know how like you could slide that door mm-hmm. and keep on. Meanwhile, they tell you not to do that. Yeah. So we're over there. And Dom is the most paranoid kid ever. Like that kid, he's just like, oh, yo, guys, can we, can we just like get out and go into the next <laughs> train car, right? So stop comes. We get out, go into the next train car. Dude, the moment the train starts moving, those kids come storming in, get in front of Dominic's face. When I tell you like... Their nose could have, like, as close as you could get to your nose touching without touching. That's how close. And he goes, nobody getting off this train. <laughs> just like that. Dominic instantly, as the kid's in front of him, just puts his hands on his face and then just puts his elbows <laughs> down to his knees. So they're, like, we didn't see that they were dancing, though. You know, me and Danny are dying because we know how paranoid this kid gets. And then all of a sudden, they just start dancing. And on purpose, they're, like, doing a... Uh, jumping jacks and shit and like doing like hanging from the the railing at the top over dominic <laughs> so then then dominic goes i was like yo we got to give him money you know give him like a dollar or two or whatever <laughs> dominic dominic takes out a ten dollar bill and he goes yo just take it please just, <laughs> just, go, just leave me alone let me just get to the beach that's jackpot yeah ten dollars oh yeah i always give the people who I'm, i i give to i give a lot of money to homeless people on the train but i always give it to the people who are like doing something at least like at least do something sing i don't care if you can't sing like give me like give us something like entertain us something like earn your money because that's you know that's that's america have i told you one of like my my favorite fantasy football like punishment for last places it's you know how like people get on the train and they'll have a sign like oh you know i'm unemployed looking for a job or help me to feed my family it was a sign where you come on the train and you're like, you go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, you know, asking for money. I'm good. I have a nice job and shit. But, you know, I finished last in my fantasy football championship. And to all my people, like just addressing them as your fans, like you let them down. Like as your general manager, I let the team down and you just start giving them dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so you give out like 30, 40 singles, you know, to like everyone on the train. I think that would be hilarious, yo. That is, that's good. That would be funny. I mean, you just constantly see crazy people on the train no matter what actually even before the train you remember crazy tony oh yeah he's a legend he was like i feel like everyone who's listening like in your neighborhood has at least one crazy dude in their neighborhood that they have a nickname for like oh that's this guy 
If you have a crazy guy, please tweet me and let me know what this what their name is. Ours was Crazy Tony. Uh, we called him Tony the Bum. You called him Tony the Bum? Uh, that was his nickname in like my neck of the woods. We grew up kind of like across, across the, the Boulevard. Story Boulevard. Yeah. 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 We so called kind of a little separate. We called him Crazy Tony. It was just like this dude who would just walk around and just, he would talk to no one all day. He would just yell shit mm-hmm. and just like whatever. And I remember like, he's like famous in our neighborhood. <laughs> I haven't seen him. And when's the last time we saw him? Probably went to jail. Probably uh, because yo, you know, you know, you know that site that you can look up um, like criminals or whatever. I in your neighborhood, called. right? In your neighborhood. So we 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 found like two in our neighborhood. We clicked on one of them. The first one, <laughs> picture pops up. Crazy Tony, <laughs> of course. Registered sex offender. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Girl. Yes. Damn. But you can also get that from peeing in public too. Yo, let me <laughs> tell you. Let me tell you. I think why he got his registered sex offender. I used to go to school underneath the bridge where he slept at. It was cold, okay? But I will say this. Noises were coming from underneath his covers and gyrations. He was jerking off? I, I believe he was jerking off. He was beating off? Almost every single morning. Which tr- which bridge? Uh, The one that goes, you know, 43rd Street? Yeah. For, between uh, Astoria Boulevard and 25th Avenue. Stop. I would walk to the bus to get to school that way. And he was beating. Oh, that's it? the one by Portobello. Yeah. Right? yeah, a little bit, a little bit off further. Oh, further up. He's yeah. beating it. He's just beating it, beating away. Yo, another story with Crazy Tony. Me and Dominic are waiting for the train. We're like, what in the seventh grade? He comes running over to us. He goes, "My grandmother was a bitch." <laughs> right? It gets better. He goes, <laughs> he goes over. He yells at, and he goes. But she sucked a mean dick, though. No! <laughs> Dead ass, yo. Call Dominic right now and ask him. Stop. Yo, now, we're what? Six, seventh graders waiting for the bus to come? We're just like, yo, oh my God. How do you say that about your grandma? Grandma's a bitch. And then just went, like, yo, he was known for just coming over, yelling, and then we just take and off. Leaving. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you didn't need to, yeah, it didn't bother you or anything. But Maybe you just, not harmless. But he would yeah. just start yelling and going crazy and he would just blur out these wild ass fucking claims. Yo, th- those of you who know my boy Nick, who's my roommate now, he used to he used to live a different life than he lives currently. But my roommate Nick, he used to be like he used to talk to Tony. Like for real. <laughs> That's not a surprise knowing Nicky. You nah, know, yeah. like yeah. I know you guys aren't surprised knowing <laughs> yeah. Nick. Yeah. Like he, he used to talk to him. Like, yo, what up, Tony? <laughs> like I don't know, like a cr- the crazy dude who talked to the fake person next to him. That yeah. Nikki's talked to him all the time. <laughs> She's such a good dick, though. <laughs> yo, oh classic. my god, yo! I, do you remember? Yo, I don't know if you if you were there, but there was this one time. <laughs> sorry, there was this one time where it was like the first. First of all, Crazy Tony is like famous because he only shows up. Like once every four months or some shit. And when you see him, it's like unforgettable. But for whatever reason, he just moves around. And I remember this one time we saw him. We are at Portobello. We are sitting on the benches. He comes walking up. Let me give some background on this. So in the Portobello, like, it's like a mini mall, right? We call it Portobello because it's like a pizzeria over there. It's like a big place around here. But um, there was some guy who was just like a little off. And he would always be pushing a shopping cart mad slow and i don't think he ever blinked in his entire life and he would just walk and like shake his head and push his cart that had nothing in it for hours and there was this one day where, where 
Tony shows up and the guy has his cart and he's pushing it one way and Tony's walking towards him the other way and then Frank, Frankie sees this and goes, "Oh, yo, get the f- we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here, yo. Some shit's about to go down." But yo, thank God nothing happened. Tony just walked by him and said, "What's up? What's up to us?" Yo, what's good, man? Yo, I didn't, yo, I don't believe that my grandma sucked a good dick thing. Yo, that's my favorite story I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yo, there was <laughs> She's my grandma's a bitch. Oh, there's God. a couple of legend, like homeless legends in Astoria. There, yeah, there's there's this dude in the key food. You know where the you put the bottles in, you get money out. Yeah, he had a pocket knife, and I oh, guess shit. when you have a pocket knife, you you run shit. Right, he was like the mob back back there. <laughs> he used to take percentages. Stop from everyone's canned. Four A's. No, he didn't. No, no lie. He used to take percentages. Him and his his uh his side piece, who you could still find. I know who you're talking out. about. Then yeah. Yo, hold on. You talking about the dude with the hat? Maybe. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yo, because there was one time, right? That dude, he, we were walking. I forgot why we were walking, and this kid Mikey that we know, somehow got. He said some, he didn't say anything like disrespectful to this homeless guy. He just said something. I, I don't know what he said, but. The homeless guy, I guess, took it the completely wrong way. And it was the dude who I think you were talk- talking about. And he comes up and he's like, what'd you say, motherfucker? Whatever. And so I tried to separate them. Yo, I put my hand on this dude's shirt. It was like you threw that shit in a pool. It was oh, so cool. I was like, no! no. I was like, no! I was so Yo, mad. I was like, Yo, me up again, son. Yeah, it was bad. It was my left hand. I remember everything. Yeah, it was soaking wet. It was crazy. Yeah. But that, that dude... Um, he said he has like a side piece, the chick, right? So I think you know the chick you're talking about. The chick was always by Dimars. Always. Yeah. You know this. This is. The I know guy. the chick. That's his sh- side piece. Yeah. Yo. First of all, they're always like fighting in the middle of the street. Yep. And then like, <laughs> just like out loud, just do- doesn't matter. Sometimes fucking each other in the middle of the street. I've never seen that. Yeah, like in like not in the middle of the street. I'm being I'm being hyperbolic, but like in the corner. <laughs> Lots of bar. Bars. Imagine just on the yellow lines, just <laughs> yeah, just going at it, pounding like away. I remember one time we were going ice skating. I've told the story so many times before. We were going ice skating. We we're going to the city, and we're going up the uh, stairs. And she's like at the bottom of the stairs, or whatever. And I'm walking up. She goes, "Have a good time." I was like, "Thank you." She goes, "No, have a good time, <laughs> or I'm gonna fuck you up." And I, I turned and I was like. Oh my god! And I jogged up the stairs. I was like, guys, we better have a good fucking time because <laughs> if I get to if I get back find here, out, yeah. if I don't have a good time, we're fucked. Yeah, I, I saw her like three days ago. She was on the she was on the bus with me coming from Harlem to uh, Astoria. Apparently, she's like, you know, she lives a normal life. Uh, apparently, she's not homeless. She's just kind of she's addicted to very many drugs. Yeah, that's what I think it is, which yeah. is which is terrible. Dude. That is terrible. Yeah, we've went about a half hour and we haven't mentioned the one thing that's. Closely associated with trains in the city, what? rats. Oh, and if you if you've seen a New York City rat, you remember that shit. That's a big fucking animal. No, no rat stories on the train. I mean, I like the rats. What? That's the one thing that what scares the me the most. What are you talking about, dude? I watch them. I do too, and I get creeped out. I look at them. I'm like, oh, but uh, but I like following them. I if I see them, I get hyped. I'm kind of like, ooh. But then I'm like, if the shit comes close to me, I'm screaming. I saw a tragedy one time, man. I it was uh-huh. these two these two rats, and I'm telling you, they were chasing each other, and it was like, um, they were in so perfect unison. Like the one rat would go up and take a right, and then the rat fo- the rat following would go up and take that right, and it was like a right angle, like a like they were flying around, 
And then this one rat goes right, left, right, like around the train tracks. And the rat behind them goes right, left, and then doesn't make the right. And then he, he loses him. And you just, like, at that point, I made, like, eye contact with the lost rat. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> yo, if you've never seen a sad rat before, like, yo, I should have breaks your heart. Bro, where the fuck am I going to see a sad rat? In the New York City subway. <laughs> yo, you want to see chaos? True chaos. Be on the train when a rat comes into oh, it and man. it's packed. Wait, I've never had that happen I was, ever. I was on, and luckily I had a seat. And yes, I was standing on my seat after. Yo, a rat? How? Did, oh no, dude! It just came onto the train. Like, all right, it wasn't. Oh my god, I just got chills. It wasn't jam packed, but all the seats were packed, and I'd say about fifteen to twenty people were standing. So it was, you know, it was pretty packed. But yo, you want to see chaos? That shit came onto the train. And Ooh, everybody that. was jumping up and down and like trying to get on the thing. Yo, at one point there was about literally everyone on the train just <laughs> and that shit was just going over there back and forth. Nah, fuck that. Yo, I, oh. yo, these are big ass. Big. Like these are like cinder block rats too. Yeah. Yo, these are no joke. New at York City rats are their own breed. At yeah. least seven inches long. Big. At least, like not including the tail. The tail would make it a foot easily, but like they're fucking huge. I don't know what they're eating. Like, you ever see one of those um, remote control cars that have the two front wheels that are smaller than the the big the big bag yeah. wheel? It's <laughs> exactly what a fucking yeah, New York exactly. City rat looks like with a tail. <laughs> nah, dude, it's crazy. I was just telling Tim the story before too. Like, I mean, it's completely unrelated to rats, but there was one morning where I was coming onto the train and people stand near the doors, which is what I always try to do because you can get in and out easily. So. People were standing near the door, so I couldn't go left or right because this one woman was standing. When you walk onto the train, there's a pole in front of you. And if someone's standing there and they have a gigantic school bag, you can't go anywhere if there's people standing near the doors. So I try to tell this woman, I'm like, excuse me, I'm trying to get through. And she she doesn't even like look at me. She just goes, I'm not moving. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> great. So I'm like, uh, so as I'm like moving her backpack like to the side, if I'm moving it, I have to move her like body but i'm not touching her i'm touching her bag like moving it so i can get through because there's people behind me it's a fucking six train in the morning it's packed so i'm start moving her i start moving her backpack and it forces her to move and she just goes ah! and i'm like <laughs> yo, i swear yo i started laughing because what do you do i started nervously laughing because i'm like what do you do in that situation i'm like i'm like what are you doing and she's like don't touch me don't touch me and now I'm, now I'm laughing because I'm like because I literally said I'm like you're fucking crazy like what are you doing everyone around me thank god didn't think I was trying to like she made it seem like I had my whole fucking hand in her pants grabbing her puss she's straight, screaming straight trumping it straight trumping it dude that's that's happened to me too where like you know people have headphones and shit on and you're like oh excuse me and like they don't hear you and then you know I just gently on, on their back just you know pardon me let me get through Excuse you! Yeah, I'm like, well, lower your music so I can tell you that I would like you to politely get out the way so I can go yeah. and do what I gotta do. There's there's three people in this world that I hate. People who, when there's a packed train, have their bag next to them. Oh, fuck that person. Oh, yes. who like takes up the seat? Yeah. Oh yeah. People who leave their bag on their back oh, dude. while they're on oh. their train, and people who don't move from a spot. When you know you're the missing link between everyone packed by the pole yeah. and all that space in the middle. I hate those people. I hate them. When I get on the train, I take my backpack off. And yeah, I put you it down by put my it feet. Down by your feet, man. That's because you're a civilized human being. Nick. Yeah, you're not a fucking no savage like this, <laughs> like this lady. 
I moved her fucking 13 degrees. Oh! I was like, 13? Did you have your protractor in? Yeah, man. I measured that shit. Yo, yo, a lot crazy. of, a lot like, of I'm characters. Like, I'm like, lady, what the? I'm like, yo, you're fucking crazy. Everyone on the train was laughing too because they realized how insane it was. She did. I screamed four times. The original, and then I think three. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, whoa! And I was like, yo, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, you ever? And this see- was a grown woman. I was like, yo, God. You guys ever see people take a tumble on the train? You know that like random jerk right when it takes off. Love that. And actually. people, people are like reading, or they're on the, you know, <laughs> with the newspaper, and just go down. I yeah. see someone take a bad fall. I've yo, seen that happen like too. Like back, back to the go. Whoa! Oh, oh, no! 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 no. <laughs> And they just go backwards. Because the train jerks. Like, you got to stand like you're on a surfboard when it first takes off. I'm going to tell this quick story real quick. Knowing that it'll probably haunt me for the rest of my days. I was that person one time. Stop. (laughs) I was on the the bus. And I had crutches. And I had a broken leg. And I I had a broken ankle. And then I was coming back from college. And I'm a very stubborn person in the fact, like, I don't like it when people help me do things. Yeah. I just like to do it myself. So someone offered me their, their seat for me. I said no. Another person offered their seat for me. I said no. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Chill. Right? Not only that, I wasn't even holding the thing because I had my crutches. I'm telling you, as soon as the fucking bus started, I went down like a ton of bricks and my, and my uh, crutches went flying <laughs> in the air. It was like straight out of a movie. That was me. I was that guy. That's never happened to me. I'd pay big money to be there oh to my, see that. It was no good. Idea. And that, I was like, I was in a coat too. And I was so clearly annoyed with my situation and uncomfortable Crutches that it, it made suck, it even better. Bro. Like, this is what you get, asshole. Just take a seat. Yo, falling in public is great. <laughs> like, I've done it a couple times. Yo, I almost fell down the stairs to the subway once. You ever start falling down the stairs and then you just can't, you can't stop <laughs> because you refuse to be like, all right, just go down. Right? So you look like an asshole for like 10 more seconds than you should have. I tripped on like the second step. I just, oh, 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 Fucking people are like, what are you fucking do? I, almost, I felt like I broke both my, my knees. Are you, like, are you oh, someone that God. when they fall, get right back up quick and like pretend like nothing happened? Or, I d- uh, yeah. or do you own it? Nah, I can't. I, like I can't own it. Yo, I fell, I in, I fell in Portobello one time delivering. I, I had the boxes to bring them up to the front. Slipped on my ass. I just stood there. Everyone was looking at me. I just started going... <laughs> I wanted everyone to see what an asshole I was for falling. I start laughing hysterically. I start laughing I too, because dude. And when I see people fall, oh, it's the best. That's why. Like if if I was not me and I saw me do that, I would be laughing in my face. Oh, so man. I'm gonna laugh at me. Dude, there was one time I was delivering Portobello. Now that you brought that up, I used to be a delivery boy there, and um, I delivered in the winter, which by the way is a fucking disaster, especially when you're delivering in your father's red minivan. That slides all over the goddamn. I'm surprised I didn't hit. I didn't get to 50 accidents. I that I barely drove. I was just sliding the entire time. <laughs> My car would be sideways going down the street. I'm not even making like no exaggeration. Tokyo drift stories though. Exactly. So I I, uh, I got to, I got to this person's house and they had like some Home Alone style traps set up apparently because <laughs> the fucking whole walkway. I guess to get rid of the snow, they sprayed it with water because it literally was all ice and I didn't see it. It was all black ice. I walk up. (laughs) Yo, the pie went in the air. (laughs) My feet went up. I landed on my back and it landed on the side of me. I opened it up. The entire like top coating of cheese was stuck to the top of the box and I could have brought it back. 
but I didn't. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh. I was Dick like, move, Yeah, man. yeah, it was really bad. I was just like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> I just got the fuck out of there. They probably called Portobello like, what the fuck is this bullshit? They didn't because I told my boss that. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to lie, man. I took a tumble. But I told him, I was like, I didn't check the box, so it could have been good, but I don't know. He's like, well, I didn't get a call, so it was probably good. Yo, my old boss at Portobello used to come, <laughs> used to pull me up side. Yo, Joe, come here. Let me talk to you for a second. He pulled me over and he'd be like, yo. <laughs> Forgot how you worded it. He's like, you ever been getting your dick sucked and then <laughs> cut a fart in a girl's face? I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> I thought he was about to fire me. And he's like, you ever cut a fart in a girl's face? I was like, all right. That was like my first real job. You probably already covered this in a previous episode. I'm not sure. But did you ever have any like pornographic uh, kind of encounters with <clears> a pizza <throat> delivery boy? I mean, there was this one dude that I would show up to his house and he would always be sweating and in tidy whities Grown man. Every time. <laughs> and I don't, I didn't know. Like he was, like he was working out. Like that's, how or big, getting fucking nailed. How I don't big know. or small was this guy? Uh, he was, he was not bigger than me. He was a small guy. He was a small guy. So he would go, he would go work out then pizza. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't, pizza I don't even know. Pizza or, or, or yoga and pizza. I don't know. Cause he was, you know, he was sweating. He wasn't out of breath though. I don't, know. I don't know what that means. There was another time I opened the door for some guy and it was like this chubby dude who was wearing, it was like a belly shirt, but I don't know if it was a shirt and because he was chubby, it was a belly shirt or if it was just a belly shirt, but it said, I heart. And then in sparkles said Guido's. And here I come pizza <laughs> delivery boy with a fucking Guido buzz cut haircut. And I show up to his door and I don't know if he did it on purpose. All right. This is a classic. I but I delivered, I gave him his pie and he goes to give me the money and he drops it. Right. Oh, no. And then we kind of looked at each other like, who's going to get that? <laughs> and then I just kind of went, all right. So I, you know, got down and got, and he's like, hmm, sorry. And I was like, yeah, thank you. See you. Good tip though. Wow. I, uh, when I asked you about pornographic stories, I had, that was not what I was expecting. To yeah. Hear. That was that the Guido one is probably my favorite one because it was just so like perfect. The shirt said I heart Guido's on it. It was fucking great. Then I got back in the van and slid my way back to the pizzeria. <laughs> so no nips? By the way, my first day working at Portobello, I pulled into the parking lot, hit a car. <laughs> as the lady was coming out. My first day, I, I just pulled it. She's like, oh, I got to Now, fuck. Now I got to And I was just like, "There's I don't even see a mark on your car. But I have to. Do it. She kept saying that. I don't know what she, she would never finish her sentence. But then she ended up letting me go. So I just parked my car. Then I get in. He goes, yeah, it's my first day. It's snowing. So, you know, and I didn't know how to read ad- read addresses yet, by the way. <laughs> I had no idea. And then they hired me. Good job. Uh, <laughs> he goes, yeah, uh, we're a little busy tonight. I'm going to give you eight orders. I had eight orders at one time. For the rest of my days working there, for like two and a half years, I've never gotten over four. I had eight my first day. Didn't know how to read addresses in a van that was sliding all over the goddamn street. You know what I did? I called my dad. I'm like, I, I need help. And he <laughs> drove, and I was in the back, like, organizing, and I was dropping him off and shit. Yeah. Clutch, though. Your yeah, pops right? going through, for yeah. sure. If I didn't have him. Figure that shit out on your yeah, own. Well, fuck out of here. If I didn't have him, I just... I would still be dropping off pizzas today. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. Or so I got an address once that was 23rd Terrace. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like all the way down by the park. I didn't know what the fuck it was. There's like 17 23rds. Yeah. 23rd Road, 23rd Drive, 23rd Terrace. 23rd Avenue, Street. Avenue. That's not as bad. Street. When the names come in, 
when it's like like Austin Street. Like those are the worst. Dude. I don't understand how I, people live in neighborhoods like that. I don't get it either. Yo, in Long Island, I delivered yeah. that pizzeria one time. That was the worst. Like here in Queens or even in the city, numbered. everything's numbered. You know, 80th Street, 79th, 78th. There it's like uh, Lindbrook, uh, East Melrose. And, and it's like... Yo, forget yeah. it. Good luck trying uh, to yeah, figure it out. Take a right on Apple Street, head down Orchard, make a left on Bloomberg. What? <laughs> the fuck is going on? Or it's sometimes there's uh like a combination. It's like oh, Thirteenth Street, Fourteenth Street, White Street. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it's like Fifty Seventh <laughs> Avenue or whatever. In our neighborhood, it goes from Forty Ninth Street to Seventy Second. I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> In on. In one block, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like oh, Jesus. It's because. A story is in a triangle. Yeah, whatever. Yo, I, I suck at addresses, but I used to get in, in, in a lot of arguments with my ex-girlfriend about this because she was from Brooklyn and I was from Queens. In Queens, the way that you do it is the address would be like 42 is the street. Yeah. And then 15 is the house number, 25th Avenue. And that's like the crossroad. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? You could find that. Yeah. I don't understand the city addresses. Like 106 Lex, Lexington. Like, where the fuck is 106? There, and there's a bunch of 106s, too, because then you got to worry if it's on the east side, on the west side. Yeah. Yo, it's terrible. Makes no sense. Yeah, she I would get in so many arguments with me. She'd be like, no, it makes sense this way. I'd be like, no, shut up. Ours makes sense. Like, the addresses are That's like, what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. it's because we grew up in Queens. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm completely biased against things that I know already. I don't want to <laughs> learn any more new things. I'm 25. All I know now is what I'll take with me for the rest of my life. That's it. I don't want to learn new things. The other day I learned a country. I was really upset about it. <laughs> I forgot who it was, but some chick said, uh, I, forgot, I forgot what we were watching, but she was from like some country I've never, oh, it was uh, Shevchenko, the UFC fighter. She just won the title. Or she, she had from, the title. From the, the Ukraine. No, she's not. She's from it's some country I've never heard of, like Kaz- Kazbekistan or something. Kazbekistan. Was, not Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. It was with a K. It was like, I've never heard of it. And I was like, well, I learned something new. And I felt completely stupid for not knowing if it a wasn't country in the world if it wasn't for being a soccer fan i wouldn't know half the countries like uh, that that's what that's what helps me i'm pretty good at naming the countries but just don't ask me like how to get there <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure my dad knows how to get anywhere if i'm like i need to go to alabama like hey you get a 195 you make a left all way like, all no right. gps either at all that yo that no i map. feel like our brains don't work as well as our my dad used to take a bike and fucking ride to the jones beach which is like a fuck f- an hour by car. He would just take a bike. Bro, try getting to my parents used to go to Atlantic City like once a month with no GPS. Yeah. I struggle getting there now with a GPS cuz <laughs> jerseys yeah all over the place. My dad's the same way. He's like, "Yeah, I got to go to Florida. Yeah, take 89, uh, transfer here, transfer here, we're here." Yeah. Never panics. My dad knows everyone's phone number you tell him one time. I don't know any of your phone numbers. <laughs> at yeah. all no way fuck god that's bad is there a one in it starts with a one right nope <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway let's wrap this up guys jesus we went all over the place with this fucking podcast uh tim where can they find you if they want to contact you uh at timble the truth on twitter we'll keep it short at veterans minimum check mm-hmm. out veterans minimum that's where i really want you to find me oh yeah sports show that we do uh nick lamb vm 10 on twitter and instagram I have a sports betting and DFS podcast at Degeneration Bets, uh, seven of twelve on Super Bowl props. So, cheap little plug there. And also, Damn. if you're a wrestling fan, 
at SCJ Pod, the Squared Circle Jerks. If you guys best podcast name ever, Sorry. I'm not even gonna plug my shit. If you're listening, you know who I am. Jesus, I don't, I don't know why I almost <laughs> said that. I'm used to Veterans Minimum. I'm doing it. Go check out Veterans Minimum. By the way, it's a sports podcast that we all do. And that is all. Thanks for listening, you motherfuckers.